Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Dean is not a bloke you or I have spoken to before, so it's great to have him on the show. How are you going, mate? Good, thanks. How are you? Yes, very good. Now, the reason we got you on, Dean, is because you do a bit of training, but I went to the Love Racing nz website and as far as i can tell you own uh, the horses that you train as well and with uh, love racing.nz we always encourage people to go to there experience the thrill and i guess is that something that you do with most of your horses you keep a keep a share or two yeah what, what, what we've got is a syndicate called the chaser fox racing syndicate and it's got 115 shareholders which i'm one of them and uh we race four or five horses and everyone's got a small Share each, and we have a lot of fun at a small expense. Morning, Dean. McGarren here, mate. Um, how did that come about, and how did you find 115 mates? Well, about five or six years ago, I thought to myself, it's getting too expensive for me to do it by myself, so I need some, some syndicate members. So I, I drew up a bit of a plan and put it out on Facebook, and within about three weeks, it was full. So in a situation like that, I presume people are paying... I don't know, per horse, $30 a month or something? No, it's a, it's a five-horse syndicate, and a 1% share is $100 a month, or you can have a half-percent share for 50 <clears throat> Some people have got caught up at 25 so they're getting a lot of fun without a major expense. Uh, do you find that they want to get to the races? And if they, if they do want to go to the races, I presume they can't get owners' privileges for 115 people. So how does race day work for your team? Well, at this stage, we haven't had that problem. We've had about 30 or 40 at the races at one, one day, but uh, we've never had 115. There should be 30 or 40 there today because they're scattered all over New Zealand and there's a few in Australia and a couple in England and a couple in America. And uh, it's all just about having fun. We've got a few minor shares and a couple of greyhounds and a couple of harness horses and we race three or four racing pigeons. And, what? Uh, it's all just designed to have racing. Hold on. Racing, racing, racing. Did you say racing, <laughs> racing pigeons? Pigeons. pigeons? Yeah, yeah, we've got four racing pitches that are trained in Huntley. Where do they race? No, I actually... (laughs) This will be good. Sorry, Dean, you go, you go. I've heard a wee bit about this before, and it is fascinating. All right. Yeah, no, they race... Basically, they race all over the North Island, but they, they, like, each club, like, each area, like the Huntley area, I suppose you'd call it, they race amongst themselves. So they take all their birds to, say, Wangaray, and they let them all go, and they race back to their prospective uh, their prospective um, huts and uh, they've got timers on their legs and, the, and it's all done on time. First bird home. Okay, Dean. There's no prize money in it, but it's just for fun. <laughs> I was about Dean, to say, have, D- you, have you ever won any... <laughs> so many questions. Dean, have you, <laughs> ever won any, have you ever won any prize money? No, okay, so you answered that one. How much does it cost to buy a bird or breed a, breed a pit racing pigeon? Uh, it's $200 a year to have a bird, and that's everything. Bargain. Dean, I, I, I <laughs> it need is to... because we have a lot of fun, and we get a lot of laughs out of it. I, I need to ask this question, and I'm not sure if this is really appropriate, but have you ever lost a bird? Has a bird just not turned up back home? Well, we have, actually. We lost one just oh, about six weeks ago. It just it Tur- got lost in, turbulence. A, in a gale force wind, and, yeah, never turned up, but it'll be, it'll be someone's friend somewhere else by now. My oh, baby, God. it's on Queen Street. Oh, no, do, so do you know what? I actually, once upon a time on a different radio station, I had a bloke, it might have been you, Dean. Someone called in <laughs> and, and started telling us about racing pigeons. 
and like it kind of said, like, what sort of pigeon is that? He goes, oh, it's not, it's not a, sh- it's not just a street, a street rat. Like it's a, you know, they're, they're a different breed. They are actually specifically for racing, right? Yeah. Oh, the shake, the shake overseas last year paid one point four million pounds for a racing pigeon in England. Which just goes to show what an idiot he is, but we'll continue this conversation <laughs> onwards. Um, let's talk about Tittle Tattle. Now, this is my favourite racing story of the winter. Tittle Tattle was a 10-year-old maiden mare who had had 31 starts and never won a race. And about four starts ago, I was like, man, this thing's hitting the line hard. I'm going to tip this summer. And I thought, I can't tip a horse who's a 31-start 10-year-old maiden. Dean, what has got up Tittle Tattle's nose? Because she just seems to have developed into a different horse at a time when she probably should be close to getting into retirement. Well, I think, I think she's just finally matured, to be perfectly honest. We got her when she was about six, and she um, loves jumping, and she wasn't really quite fast enough. And to be fair, she probably still isn't. It's just she finally got the longer, the long enough race to wear them all down, because she won't give in. Okay, that being the case today, because it's an awfully long race today, um, yeah. can she catch West Coast, who's going to be about 15 lengths in front of her? Is she enough in the he zone for that? He might be 200 metres in front of her. He, um, he could well be. That's a, that's a good question, yeah. Um, it's a very good question because last year she was 200 metres off the winner, the leader when she jumped Jumbo and flew home for fourth. But it was a bog track, and all the horses in front of her were, you know, coming to the end of their runs. Whereas today, it'd be a better track, and they they might still be cruising along pretty good, and she might struggle to catch them. Whereas you... at, at Wellington, the figure eight kept her more interested, and she didn't switch off as much, so she was more in contact with the field all, the whole race. Whereas today, in the oval, the oval steeplechase, she might just switch off a bit much and get a bit far back. But well, hopefully she won't. <laughs> Dean, you kind of strike me as a sort of bloke that's not afraid to try things. If you kick the tyres on trying to find a race that is a really long somewhere for her and is interesting, like an unconventional race, like the Jericho, for example, is a flat race that just goes forever or whatever. Do you know if there's anything for these horses that just will literally stay all day? Um, no, they're not really they're not really worth anything at the end of the day. She would make a nice show jumper for someone at the end of the day, and the, a race like the Jericho would be no good because she can't run fast enough to get yeah. warm. W- yeah. Would she be a northern horse? Well, we put her in the northern last year, and the northern was raced at Tiaroa, and she actually ended up being pulled up because I think she just comes at the end of her like the end of her season. But this year, the northern's at Tirapa, which is a um, an interesting course, uh, course to keep him more interested. And if he comes through today, we might look at going to that. Mate, you've also got Tell Me More. I take it he's the second stringer because he's 31 bucks and maybe he was chucked in the field to help get the race get off the ground? Yeah, he is a second, definitely a second stringer but um, and he's due for retirement this season. So we thought, well, he's got to have a go. So he's here having a go and hopefully everything goes according to plan and he... Um, gets round and runs in the money. Now, the hurdle's the first on the card. Happy Star has come out. There's a field of five. You have Phelan Foxy. Um, look, you seem to have found the right race. Yeah, he um, he went real good the other day at the, uh, in, the, in the northern hurdle. We put him in there for a cheeky run, and he, he got a bit far back, and then he, he just flew home for third, and he, he just pulled up so well and recovered so well, and he's been so happy, and eating all his tucker and drunken all his water, and we thought, well, why not? We might as well go in the minor race today and have a go. 
Dean, serious question here. Look, if people do want to get involved in your racing syndicate or if they have found your lost pigeon, um, how do they get hold of you to find out more about your racing? Uh, we've got a Facebook page called Chase a Fox Racing Syndicate. So they can look up on that and join that or they can give me a ring, whatever they want to do. All right. D- Dean, do you name the racing pigeons? <laughs> like, do you have to like, lodge a name? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we've got um, Mustang Fox, Get Fox, Outback Fox and um, Go the Fox. Do you like so when they're racing? Like I, I presume you can't yell and you can't clap. I mean you can't. <laughs> you, don't, you can't see them, can you? It's like America's Cup, really. <laughs> yeah, it is. Have it's you thought? Have you thought like getting graphics where you can like see where the pigeon is in relation to the other pigeons? Like there's that flight hat you can do it with the planes. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. we just got to sit in the pub and wait for the result to come through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, you're one of the more fascinating folks I've spoken to on the show. Dean Cunningham, there you go. All the best today, mate. And on a serious note, um, yeah, you're in a really important race. So all the best. Nothing beats the thrill of a win. Take the reins at loveracing.nz slash ownership. Do we it. don't have a credit for gray, uh, for <laughs> pigeon, pigeon Racing pigeon New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> um, but we'll work on that. Do you, well, we should we'll race a pigeon. No, we'll get Thad to open a market on the next pigeon race. Do you, we should we should race a we should race a pigeon and we'll get Hutchie involved in the syndicate. I'll, but, go, I'll go outside and get one. There's some outside. Hutchie, how, how hard can it be? If I know one bloke that wants to that doesn't want to race a pigeon, it'll be Hutchie because he likes greyhound racing because it's done like that. The oh. idea of losing something and then trying to work out whether it comes back and Thank you, Dean, for coming on the show and telling us about your pigeons and his horses oh, and dogs right. and stuff. Let's pull it together. Dean's got lots of stuff. Serious stuff. That was that was cool. Yeah, really interesting. 29 away from 10. $200 to... We should start an SENZ pigeon syndicate. I'm not kidding. 200 people, Joe, $1 we're going to get in touch with Dean and we're going to ask if we can race a pigeon with him. I'm not kidding. But how bad is it going to be if it gets lost? It'd be bad broadcasting. 28 away from... We've got to keep going. We can't keep going on the pigeon. Okay. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.